Well over a hundred years ago, Charles Dickens wrote a novel entitled A Tale of Two Cities. Along those lines, I would say that the entire history of the world can rightly be described as a tale of two women. You can tell this to the radical feminists out there who think that women have sometimes been relegated to the fringes of human history. That's not true. The fact of the matter is, my brothers and sisters, everything which has happened since the creation of the first human beings has somehow been connected to one of two women. The first of these two women we call Eve, while the second has often been called the New Eve. That's our Blessed Mother Mary. As we're told in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 511, the Virgin Mary cooperated through free faith and obedience in human salvation. She uttered her yes in the name of all human nature. By her obedience, she became the new Eve, mother of the living. This is one reason why it's so appropriate that our first reading today is from Genesis chapter 3. I'm sure to some people this text from the Old Testament seems out of place. Why you have a reading from Genesis on the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Mother? What's the connection between Eve and Mary? Well, there is a connection, as I've hopefully made clear so far, and it comes in the form of a contrast. The disobedience of Eve and her husband, Adam, which brought death to the human race, is contrasted today with the obedience of Mary, who was preserved from original sin by the grace of her son, and who said yes to the Lord at the Annunciation and at every moment of her life. This is why our Gospel reading is the account of the Annunciation from Luke chapter 1. Here's how St. Irenaeus spoke about it way back in the second century. St. Irenaeus said, Just as Eve was seduced by the words of an angel so that she turned away from God by disobeying his word, so Mary received the good news from an angel's announcement in such a way as to give birth to God by obeying his word. And as the former was seduced so that she disobeyed God, the latter let herself be convinced to obey God, and so the Virgin Mary became the advocate of the Virgin Eve. And as the human race was subjected to death by a virgin, it was liberated by a virgin. A virgin's disobedience was thus, thus counterbalanced by a virgin's obedience. The contrast between the old Eve and the new Eve, Mary, runs deep, as St. Irenaeus indicates there. I'll give you a few examples. The old Eve, the original Eve, was selfish. When Satan told her she could be like God, she jumped at the chance, at the opportunity. The new Eve, Mary, our Blessed Mother, was selfless. Be it done unto me according to your word, O Lord. We hear that in the Gospel today. The old Eve was ruled by pride. The new Eve was ruled by humility. I am the handmaid of the Lord. God has looked with favor on his lowly servant. The old Eve, the original Eve, led someone else into sin. The new Eve leads us to holiness. Here we encounter an important truth about devotion to Mary. Mary always leads us to Jesus. So if our devotion to Mary is not bringing us closer to her son, then there's something wrong with our devotion to Mary. The old Eve gave in to the serpent. The new Eve, Mary, by her yes, helped to crush the serpent's head. The old Eve was the mother of the living in the order of nature. That's why we come into the world, all of us, with original sin. 
The new Eve is the mother of the living in the new order of grace. What Jesus said to St. John at the foot of the cross, he says to you, to me, to all of us, Behold thy mother. The old Eve rationalized her sin. The Bible says in effect that she looked at the forbidden fruit, analyzed the forbidden fruit, and she convinced herself that it was okay to eat it. The new Eve, the new Eve Mary, our Blessed Mother, never rationalized. She simply obeyed God's word. If God said it, she believed it, and she did it. Thus she never sinned. The old Eve refused to take responsibility for her actions. As we heard a few moments ago, Adam blamed her, she blamed the snake. The new Eve took more than her share of responsibility. Remember, and this is something we can easily forget, Mary was probably about 14 years old when Gabriel appeared to her and asked her to be the mother of the Son of God. That's a heavy-duty responsibility for anybody, let alone a teenager. So what does all of this have to do with you and to me and with the world of 2022? Well, as I said earlier, the entire history of the human race is ultimately a tale of two women. In saying this, I mean that every single event which has occurred since people have lived on this planet is somehow either connected to Eve's no or to Mary's yes. The Holocaust, persecution of Christians by the Romans, legalized abortion, the violence we've been seeing on our streets in recent years, racism, all of those things have been rooted in Eve's no. On the other hand, it's Mary's yes that stands behind every single act of faith or charity which has ever taken place. Because of Mary's yes, and only because of Mary's yes, the world has been blessed with Mother Teresa and John Paul II and all the other great saints. Of course, what applies to the world as a whole also applies to each of us as individuals. The history of the world is a tale of two women, and so is our personal history. That's because we've been born again in baptism, but we still have the inclination to sin that theologians call concupiscence. Consequently, we sometimes say no to the Lord, like Eve did. And at other times, thankfully, we say yes, like the Blessed Mother did. Whenever we let pride or one of the other seven deadly sins rule us, whenever we, re we refuse to take responsibility for our actions, whenever we rationalize our sins in any way, we allow the old Eve to win the day. But when we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, when we love and go the extra mile, when we turn away from temptation and do what's right, we give the victory to the new Eve, our Blessed Mother. So I, I suppose you could say the decisive question for us and for every human person is, in my life, which of these two women will ultimately prevail? Let's resolve today with the help of God's grace to give the victory to Mary, the new Eve.